Hello, listeners, and welcome to a very special episode of Fiasco Fridays. I'm co-host Sam Conklin, and this episode is bonus content for Heart of Dreams. It's a behind-the-scenes look on how we set up the characters and discussed how we are going to play this game. By we, I mean, of course, Kelly, Eric, and myself. We rolled some dice, selected corresponding ideas from the playset, and shared many laughs as we exchanged potential plot ideas for the story. If you would like to follow along, you can find and download the playset we used called Heart of Dreams from fiascoplaysets.com. Oh, and before we get started, you should know, we had a bit of a malfunction and Eric didn't end up recording until about 15 minutes into when we had already started playing. So whenever you hear this sound, that's taking place of where Eric would have been talking. Don't worry, it goes away in about 10 to 15 minutes. But in the meantime, enjoy our friend, Eric Robertson the Robot. And as always, what you're about to hear is not appropriate for all listeners. And now, a behind-the-scenes look of how we set up the game, Heart of Dreams. What is this week's, or this month's playset, Sam? This month's playset is Heart of Dreams. I know a good playset when I read the description and I go, yes, that. I can clearly see where things go wrong. Heart of Dreams is about a film crew who is filming a movie on location and everything goes horribly wrong. The art for this game is that of a jungle. (laughs) And so... Well, we don't necessarily have to have this take place in a jungle. I think that would be a great setting for things to go terribly wrong. Everything's everything's going to go terribly wrong, as it always does in Fiasco. Um, how Fiasco works is you roll 4d6 per player. So we have three players, so we rolled uh, 12d6. Um, and then you look at uh, each number, and you get to choose... Uh, relationships in between uh, the different player characters, as well as locations, wants, and needs. So this playset's dice pool, or this game's dice pool, uh, we have one one, two twos, two threes, no fours, five fives, and two sixes. But um, the best thing about Fiasco is the last dice is always random. So if we really want a four, we have one four somewhere. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, how about we just get ready to make some characters? Heck yeah, let's do it. So the first step we're going to do here is we're going to figure out our relationships. Now, normally, if we were recording in person, which we are not, sad face, because we're all adults now and we're out of college and we didn't get this idea <sighs> together before we were all going our separate ways here, but... um. We are, we would be sitting in roughly a circle. (laughs) Three people does not make a circle, but we're going to pretend. So on, let's say I'm going to, for visual sake, I'm going to say Kelly's on my left because Kelly usually sits on my left and then Eric on my right. And so I will have a relationship with Kelly and I will have a relationship with Eric. And then you two will also have a relationship. And these relationships uh, are determined by the playset. So, uh, this playset's uh, relationships are one, professional, two, adversarial, three, romantic, uh, four, back home, five, friendship, 
and six shared secrets. And each of those categories has six options that you can pick from, so you need two dice per relationship. So, who wants to start? You can choose it. Uh, so, based out of our pool, uh, you pick a category and you can look over like all of the options and decide which one that you really want. Um, so, for example, if I really, really, really want to um, be a finalist in the best butt competition uh, with someone, I would need a two and a one because it's <laughs> adversarial. And then finalist in the best butt competition is number one. <laughs> Great example, Kelly. Yes. Yeah, um, we have a pool of dice and we're going to assign them to different relationships and then um, after relationships we are going to spend one on a need one on an item and one on a location and each need item and location will play some sort of pivotal or important role in the story and we don't for locations we don't have to stay just in that location we can go wherever we want but that location needs to be important somehow the jingle is um, a big place I don't know why I said jungle. It is. I meant to say jungle. <laughs> the jungle? The jungle. The jangle of jungles. <laughs> jingle, jangle, jungle. So what I usually do is I say, hey, what do we have a lot of? We have a lot of fives. So I instantly will look at what is five five and is that interesting? So many fives. <laughs> five is friendship and five under that is common interest. Not that kind of interest. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> What if I wanted to be that type of interest? It wouldn't be... I wouldn't mind doing a 5-5 a five five relationship. Just... That feels pretty solid because it could be anything. And I feel like friendship is, you know, we could go in any direction with that. A, a common interest. Not that kind of interest. And I would pick something really specific and nerdy. Like, I don't know, snail collecting or something. I, I was going to say, pick something that's not that interesting, but somehow both of you enjoy it so much that you're like, yes, perfect. Cloud categorizing? <laughs> yes. I would be down. That'd be really cute. <laughs> be like, oh, it's a... And then you say at the same, same time, accumulonimbus. <gasps> like the meat cute. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I feel like that would get old fast, though. <laughs> it's up to you, man. If you if you both want to be secret house builders, go right ahead. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> like, you secretly are really good at building houses, but... <laughs> yeah. But you want no one else to know, because that means you have to do more work on the, the set. You're like, no, I can't. I can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think you should yeah. just pick a relationship and then with i don't know and me always, or kelly i guess always ask permission first because there's nothing worse than being like hey i want to be lovers with you and they're like nah i'm good thanks fam <laughs> uh, <laughs> me and kelly are cool oh yeah that was weird um rules of role play always ask permission before you do something weird with someone else's character and if they seem awkward about it change it <laughs> yeah there's right 
and we want everyone to be comfortable. We want everyone to have a good time. This is something I didn't even think about until we all took this game design class together was talking about if you're going to play a role-playing game, typically any role-playing game, but I think this is especially important for a game that could get very intense. Talk about if there's anything that anyone at the table is uncomfortable with, like would you be comfortable using torture on a character, like psychological or physical sort of like sexual stuff? I'm not a big fan of sexual stuff. I think it could be fun, but I think as a theme for the for an entire game, it's a bit much. I think it could be a bit of a crutch, and I think we could be more creative than that. So that's just kind of what I'm thinking of. All of this is up for like the players' in- interpretation. So uh, yeah. if you do want to be secret house builders, like secret masons, but not that type of mason, you can do that. <laughs> you can, we could just talk it out as we go, but it's good to just pick a concept. Ooh. Okay, I'm fine. I am perfectly fine with being your friendly competition. Uh, I, I have experience in being friendly competition with a lot of people, so I'm, I'm down. All right, okay. cool. So it'll be you and me, Kelly. I think you get to pick a relationship with a me now. Oh, oh boy. I hmm, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh I really like the idea of us being secret house builders together. <laughs> I think like like oh no, we're masons, but we can't tell anyone that we're masons, but everyone thinks that we're the wrong type of mason. Like everyone thinks that we're like the cool secret society masons. But in what actuality, if... we're just house builders. Yeah, what if each of we us thinks the other chimneys. one's trying to murder us? And I'm just like, man, I just want to build a house. And you're like, man, I just I just want to build a house. And we don't figure it out for a long time. No, no. Both of us think that the other person is like the other type of mason. So we're like, oh, no, they're part of a secret society. I have to be careful. But in actuality, we just build houses. Yes. Oh, my God. That would be hilarious. I'm down. We here can down. both work on the set. Oh, that would be so funny. Exactly, because no one said, no one said we had to be actors. This is a common misconception. If like, especially for um for theater, let's say it's not like I was a minor or something in college, but if you tell people <laughs> that you're a theater minor, they're going to assume, oh, you did acting. Well, yes, I took a class in acting, but I also could do lots of other stuff like build a set or, okay, I didn't actually learn how to do props or costumes but i did lots of other behind the scenes work like hanging lights and telling people to hang lights and animating stuff i animated a lot of stuff and then made sure it projected correctly so much animation we take a lot of stuff for granted but man respect your masons always respect the masons always respect (laughs) the masons so are we are we masons not that kind of mason (laughs) we're masons but not that type of mason (laughs) just in parentheses (laughs) I like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> We're masons. Not that type. No no no. We're the other type of mason. The other type of mason. We're gonna build some pretty houses. Yes. I find those I find those housing shows to be I I think that's a bit of my guilty pleasure. I don't typically watch it, but like sometimes if you know you're just at the dentist or something, like and there's just something on TV. Either it's the news or it's like so I'm like, I feel like it's like the least offensive show is a house remodeling show. Oh, I don't know. It could be very offensive. <laughs> Depends on how <laughs> offensive you want to make it. What if you're a mason? You're just like, they're doing it wrong. <laughs> Suddenly, just gigantic like mural of bricks. You're like, oh, 
Oh no, why is that a middle finger? Why is that up there? I don't oh, understand. No. Oh no. Hello, welcome back. We we have decided that we are masons, but not that type of mason. We're, we're secret masons, house builders, secret ones. Ooh, so this is interesting. For you and me, Eric, I'm looking at friendship, which is five dash three. Common target of hatred led to a lot of time spent together. That could be really sweet. And I feel like we could definitely do something about that. We can both get very interested in just, I don't know. We both get like very passionate about our characters and very committed. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like what? Or should we figure that out when we act it out? Maybe we have, maybe we're assigned to work with someone who like actually knows about the jungle. Like are we should, I guess we should discuss this. Are we like, what's the setting? Are we actually going to be in a jungle? Well, we can pick the location of... Oh, right. The actual location. Should I read the introductions so that we're all on the same page here? Because <laughs> I was thinking I could edit it in later, but like it's here. Making of The Heart of Dreams. With a rising award-winning director with a vision, an excellent script, and plenty of funding from both various public institutions and wealthy investors, this movie was going to be the biggest, most talked about since Star Wars. Things didn't go quite as planned. The director insisted on a remote location for the shoot based on some half-spoken dream. He always seems to get mad when, so when anyone brings it up. The conditions are horrible. Weather is a problem on most days, and the shoot is over a year behind. Tensions are high because there seems to be no end to this. The director and the star have been on each other's throats for months, but most of the crew just wants to get by day to day. I was hoping that you were already recording. Cool, cool. Why don't you just start recording now? We'll just figure it out later. All right. Well, uh, I've been talking for roughly the last 10 minutes, but only just started recording now. Awesome. So uh, <laughs> so here we are. I had a thought where, like, I have an idea for this, a fail safe. So if this happens, like, man, if someone, like, forgets to record, we're just going to have to, like, like, just give them a voice of gibberish <laughs> and pretend that we understand what <laughs> yeah, you're just saying have, exactly. Like, just have, like, an auto, have, like, one of those text-to-speech things. Just, <laughs> just cousin it, just... Have a little text-to-speech thing just robotically saying generic things like, yes, I agree with you, Sam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be great. <laughs> so, no worries. Okay. So, relationships. So, we've got our relationships. We've got uh, Sam and Kelly are both Masons together. But not that secret type. Soci secret, secret home builder Masons. Um, Sam and I were both were friends because we were both hated for the same reason. Oh, I thought we both hated the else. same person. No, it's a, it's um, it's common target of hatred. Oh wait, you know what? I think you're right. I think we both hate the same. And yeah. It doesn't have to be a person. We both hate common the same target. thing. I thought it was saying like we were both targets of hatred. So we like grew together in our bonding over being hated. But That's no, so we're sad. bonding over hating the same person. Okay, it's probably me. <laughs> Well, it doesn't have to be a person. It could be just we hate the director and maybe none of us Target play of the hatred. director and we bond over that or something. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking the director is probably just going to be some third-party target, 
you know, just like a just like an extra person out in the distance that we refer to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And here's the magic of fiasco is we can like have a we can act out a scene with an NPC and have somebody else just act as that person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the like the more interesting uh like personal interactions happen among the lower level crew members anyways because they're the ones that have to do all the menial work all of the like extra side tasks that no one else wants to do Mm -hmm. oh i already have an idea for my character but yes (laughs) so yeah so sam and kelly are masons uh sam and i both hate the director i think is what we're gonna go with we both despise the director for a deeply personal our own deeply personal reasons. Um, and Kelly and I are uh, rivals. We've been one-upping each other for years. Yes. I don't know what we're rivals about. I guess we'll figure that out. Friendly competition. All right. Should we choose a location or... I believe uh, needs are next. Okay. So something that I figured out that helps a lot with a character is I've been watching a lot of like things that remind me of Coen Brothers films. And if you're not familiar with a Coen Brothers film, a Coen Brothers film is a movie which can be very long. It's a movie where people are desperate and have big ambitions and things go very wrong. And things go very wrong because people make bold decisions very quickly. For example, I just started watching Breaking Bad for the first time and oh, does it remind me of Fiasco. Because this, <laughs> spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, um, this, this man who is uh, a high school chemistry teacher he once won the nobel prize and now he's teaching chemistry for high school students he's an absolute pushover people make fun of him people tease his son with a disability i'm, I'm pretty sure he has like a, a disability and and then suddenly boom he learns that his life is in in peril that he's like there's a time limit on you know his life he's gonna die in like a year or so or something and he gets very desperate because his family's not in a good financial financial position so that specifically pushes his character a lot so what i take from that is for each of our characters we should pick like what's our one main goal and we're that's gonna guide our character and how are we gonna act how are we gonna achieve that goal as we go through like do we want fame do we want money do we want to like protect our loved ones like what, would, what do we want to do here? And I feel like if we figure that out, that can push us to be even more desperate and make choices that are even more bold and have, you know, a bigger story. I, I, I see. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. I, I see a need that I want already. <laughs> yes, what's the need? There's so a lot of really good it's, ones. It's 3-1. To be creative by doing the greatest prank ever. And that could be our one-up is we just keep... Yes, prank war. Oh, yes. That's actually, that's what I was thinking in my head, too. I was like, that'd be really funny. Let's do that, then. And it, like, it it escalates to the point where we're literally just interfering with, like, the shoot. But we're trying to... We have to remain anonymous because if they know we're the ones fucking everything up, then we get fired because we're jeopardizing our work for the sake of a petty one-up war, but it's not petty to us. No, it's never petty. This is real this life. Is us. <laughs> that could be this super This is fun. real life, man. This is real life. Oh my God. Okay, so what, how many dice do we have left? We have a one, a two, a three, two, five, No, 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 we, don't, we don't have any ones left. Oh, we don't? That was the one. Mm-mm. We have... What was uh, the one and the three? That was to be creative. Uh, the need. To, to have the greatest prank war ever. Uh, we have okay. two, five, five, and six. And we need to spend them, one on a location and one on an object, but one of the die may be uh, wild. 
my need is going to be uh, to finally resolve that bet. No, we no, only no, get one no, need, we only get one. We only get one. One to wait, what? One total, one total <laughs> need, one total object, and one total location. Oh, really? That's yeah. weird. Yeah, well, that's yeah, how, it, how it be. With three people, we get one need, one location, one object, and the need can be for anyone. The need could, could be for multiple people. I just recommend that each okay. person had, like comes up with their own personal need in addition to one that's being assigned by the playset. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so that one can be Kelly's, and it could be yours, too, if you want. Okay. I mean, yeah, definitely. My concept for my character is... I don't know who I am. All I know is that my assign my assignment is to build props, but I really just want to build houses, but not just any house. I want to build tiny houses, not just tiny houses. I want to build like micro houses, like big enough for like, you see though, have you seen that ad for, um, it's, it's the tiniest McDonald's in the world and it's for bees. God. Like I want to make tiny houses like that, but I'm stuck making props for this dumb movie and I'm so over it. Uh, I think, I think my character what I'm thinking is that he, uh, he's like, you know, we're shooting in a, in a jungle or an exotic location. Um, he's in charge of, uh, like handling the, the weapons and the animals and stuff. Oh, no. He's like an asset manager and like a risk management guy. Um, no. and he just starts like using his own, uh, resources and starts getting them involved in the, in his pranks. Because he's just, like, so fucking determined <laughs> to win this goddamn prank war. He will stop at nothing. People are going to die, Eric. You know this. It's going to be great. <laughs> We're just gonna going to see to what happens. No, it's fine. The, the, the tigers are trained. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I've, I've trained them. Um, should we segue into an, an object that, that yeah. we want? Wait, did we, not, did um, we already pick so, the location? Uh, did I miss that? We have not, we have not picked oh, the location. Object. Wait. I'm just going in order Ooh, of the, I like... um, the PDF. We can uh, do whatever. It's just yeah. it's, it seemed like a great time to like pick an object. Okay, let's pick an since... object. Okay, yeah. Uh, looking under let's see five. objects, movie props, protection. Oh uh, Jesus! Broken pocket watch, recreational. A revolver with Personal. five bullets. Oh my god. We have two fives and uh, a six. So one two, one six, two fives. Five dash two is protection revolver with five bullets. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, what do we have left? A two, two fives, and a yeah. six. Um. Oh, oh no. Uh, six two religious figurine. The locals don't locals know don't the origins know. of. Uh oh. Six five passport from a non-existent <laughs> country. That could be for one of the U two Masons. Like you're trying to cover your origins. You're like, you've built this false alibi for yourself. Yeah. So you just have this like super fake passport. Or it's for a prank gone horribly wrong that you're trying to like get rid of your rival. So you're like, ah, yes, I'll steal his real passport and put this in it. Re replace it with this fake one. Oh, I have yeah. ideas. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, two, two five is a pipe. Two six is a small plastic bag full of local mushrooms. I kind of like that one. Which, num yes. which numbers are that one? <laughs> We're doing two, two, uh, two six. <laughs> so we're doing the shrooms. We gotta, we gotta do the shrooms. So at some point we have to fit shrooms into choice. our plot. That would be a really funny prank, to be honest. You slip it into the director's drink. 
his coffee. Yeah. But why is it in a plastic bag? Well, we're pranking, we're pranking each other, right? That's the whole idea of a well, prank. We're just going to have to find out, won't we? I mean, maybe you meant to prank them and then somebody else gets hurt. That's actually probably... It's going to happen. What would happen. <laughs> yeah. so, so we have to use a five for the location. So, uh, but it could be anything with a five, including five five. Yes. So. Okay, we got a prison, a casting couch. Oh no. Um. Uh, director's... The director's meditation spot. <gasps> That's where the, the generators. <laughs> Honestly, that could be perfect. Mosquito infested swamp, uh, and armorer's trailer. I I like the director's. Oh, or... oh god. Um. I keep seeing all of the ones we can't pick, and I'm like, oh, that would be hilarious, but no. Um, I like the um, the director's meditation spot. Meditation is in quotes. I kind of like that, yeah. <laughs> also, we have, like, all of the other fives. So there's the tree where the grip hung himself. Oh, yeah, the tree where the grip hanged himself. It feels a little dark for the kind uh, the of cavern. game I want to play. Yeah. The, the cavern, cavern for the extras used for sex. sex. Oh my god. Uh, the so grove specific. the grips accidentally set fire on, considered sacred by the locals. Um, the cave behind that one waterfall the smugglers use, and that trench where those remains were oh found. God. <laughs> you know that one trench. Oh yes. Just that trench. one. I, I kind of really like the cavern. The extras used for sex. <laughs> yeah, I do kinda like that okay, one. Okay, let's do that one. Okay. Don't worry. I'll put I'll put a warning on this at the beginning, saying, "Hey, we're gonna say we're gonna say words that are inappropriate for some ages, so uh, your discretion is advised." Fuck. <laughs> there might be sex and violence and strong language. Be warned. Adult language is used. Strong language. Oh no. Fuck like- you. <laughs> <laughs> strong language. So I have my character's name. Her name is Penelope Pendulum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my! Because <laughs> I feel like that's the name of someone who's a little loose, and like mentally. That's amazing, Kelly. Your would you like to tell us your name? <laughs> <laughs> so, so my name is Gruff McGuffin because I, I, I enjoy the the kind of alliteration, but not really. And also McGuffin for those of you that don't know, it's just a plot point that just kind of like appears and makes everything make sense like it's it's kind of a throwaway uh yeah just like weirdly convenient yeah <laughs> i i am just weirdly convenient <laughs> that's that's going to be my character is i'm just very weirdly convenient you just with have everything. a lot of odd skills from like odd jobs and stuff uh so tell us about like so so we're gonna go over like character jobs and origins and stuff too yeah let's do um let's do a quick recap yeah. um pretend that, i don't know are we ready to get started yeah, I'm, I think I'm ready. Like, mentally prepared. Ooh, okay. <laughs> and yeah, so um, just to review, we just went over our characters and everything. So my name is Sam. I will be playing Penelope Pendulum, who is a mason with Kelly's character. I My character builds, like, she likes, she's good at building houses, but she really wants to build like micro tiny houses, like the size for like ants or something. Cause she thinks they're really cute and make her feel safe. But her job on set is to manage props and she's salty about it. Um, I, I guess I will go next. Uh, my name is Kelly and I will be playing Guff McGuffin, who is, uh, oddly convenient in, in most circumstances, um, who really wants to win a prank war. 
uh, against Eric's character um, that has been going on for years. Um, and once he's off of this goddamn movie set, he's going to build the House of Pranks, which is the greatest prank museum the world has ever seen. Um, and he is secretly a mason. Not that type of mason, but like the house building kind of mason. Yes, uh, I'm Eric, and I will be playing Jackson Jackson. Uh, he goes by Jay, though, for obvious reasons. Um, Jackson is an ana professional animal handler um, on set. He is in charge of, uh, you know, the, the stunt animals and the other, uh, managing the other, ins like, insects and bugs and stuff that they'll be using for the different Oh my god, shoots. we're going to use, like, real um, bugs? Yes. And, um, yeah, naturally, of course. This is amazing. Yeah, you know, poisonous ones. Oh, yeah. Um, the venomous ones, which are more dangerous. Snakes, scorpions, the whole gamut. The, uh, come on, we're filming in a jungle. We got to use authentic animals. Um, Locally caught. And uh, he he's not a prankster by trade, but he's very competitive. Uh, and he uh, got roped into this prank war a long time ago uh, with Guff. And uh, he's not one to ever back down. He's incredibly stubborn. And he's just decided, you know what? Like, I'm not stopping until I win. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care if we do this for the rest of our lives. I'm going to come out on top. Um, and he uh, is also deeply resentful of the director. Uh, because the director, uh, unbeknownst to some of the cast, uh, the director actually, uh, like hunts like like poaches for fun in their meantime basically like a trophy oh, hunter do they uh, and jackson jay is just very just like deep seething hatred so a lot of jay's pranks are very uh animal related sabotage towards the director and that's been uh, a big obstacle in the shoot so far dang that's a lot of backstory i'm really glad that you have that gives us a lot to work with Fiasco is right. awesome when you're very specific, and this is going to be great. <laughs> okay. I love how all of our names are just like kind of repetitive. <laughs> Penelope Pendulum. <laughs> yes. We got Penelope Pendulum, Gruff McGuffin, and Jackson Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> it's just increasing, like escalating levels of repetitiveness. <laughs> like it starts with, oh, that's alliterative. And then Kelly's like, okay, the, the word, like the guff sound is in there twice. And then my name's just the same word twice. <laughs> It, it, it's 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 an increasing game of hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, we we've already begun to one up each other. <laughs> That's so good. All right. So, so what I was thinking initially uh, is before wants... each round we would stop and like make sure that we're still recording, and then record a new one. But I think if we're just good, like I'm, I think I'm okay to record for a few hours. I just cleared off a bunch of space on my laptop. Um, I'm just checking like every couple of minutes. I'm checking my um, thing to make sure that I'm still recording. I want to make sure you guys are still good too. I have it at the bottom, so I'm I'm I. My setup is amazing. I have the the document. Uh, I have the uh, so I have like our Google Doc on one quadrant, and then on the other I have the uh, the playset and the the base. Uh, fiasco rule book and then at the bottom I just have the long timeline of me recording good all right are we ready to start uh yeah I'm about I'm about ready I think 
I have an idea for a scene. I don't know how my character is going to act, but she's loosely inspired by someone on the British baking show who's yeah. just very whimsical and sweet. And so I think that'd be fun British to go baking with. show. Lately, the last couple times I played Fiasco, I played a con man, and I like I can't keep doing that. You you need to stop. I need to stop being a this con is man. Your, this is your intervention. Yeah, so I think as long as I play a character that's different than your guys's, um, that would be good. Yeah, so my idea for the first scene is like, if this were a movie, I'd want to start in something exciting, right? I imagine... We're filming in a beautiful location. There's maybe it's the jungle, maybe it's some kind of island. I imagine there's lots of rocks, there's lots of waterfalls, and like it's just beautiful set and everything. For the first scene, I imagine that there's a scene where two actors are having a battle, and one person, like somebody gets injured, and it's because a prop is broken, and it's like, or somebody like breaks a prop, and then somebody gets injured, and then I have to come in and fix it. And then we're just like, take five, and then I'm just like, ugh, and then we start. So who are you having this scene with? I don't know. I was hoping you guys can always okay. set it up. Um, how scenes work really quickly. So there are technically two ways to play this. Either you can either the player. So it's, let's say it's my it's my turn, and I, I want to start. I'm gonna have us. I'm gonna act out a scene as Penelope, and I'm gonna pick another character to act out the scene with. Usually one of the other players in the game playing as their main character, not an NPC or something. Um, either yeah. I can choose the setup and they choose the outcome or I choose the outcome and they choose the setup. But I'm not feeling like we need to go too strict on this. I don't mind like if, if as long as as long as we just, you know, come up with fun settings and like cool um, endings to them. I think that'll be fine. We can like trust each other, you know, to this is a very collaballative game. Yeah, and I, I think, think so. it's a lot more fun when we like share good ideas and then build something up together. Yeah, for sure. So what are your guys' thoughts? Like, where is either of you feeling super ready to start this scene? Uh, what kind of a prop were you thinking of? So I don't think I don't think Jackson would be in this quite yet. Cool. I I have a scene that uh I think would be very good. Um but um I I'm not sure about your character where you really want to start and that sort of thing. Alright, how about this? How about they broke my prop, and I'm venting to Gruff McGuffin, and my goal is to get you to listen and to care and, like, agree with me that the actors are terrible and everything's terrible. Okay. That's my goal. Okay. I'm going to say Sam, and then I want Gruff to agree that everyone and everything is terrible. Okay. All right. So... And then toward the end of this, what's going to happen is normally what would happen is we'd be in person and Kelly would just give me this look and slowly slide either a good die or a bad die toward me <laughs> every single time. We actually, okay, well, so, so I'm playing with real so dice. Backstory. If you have telepathic so, powers, please activate them now. So you can so, physically, um, you're, I know you're in a different city, but you can push the die toward me. So, so what happens during a scene is uh, either uh, you get to decide if you get a good or bad die, or someone decides for you if you set up your own scene. So what normally happens is I'm pretty good at ending other people's scenes. Like, I, I kind of get a feel of where the story is going, uh, and I just slowly and casually just make eye contact with the person who set up the scene, and just push either a good or a bad die towards them. Um, 
Unfortunately for Sam, a lot of the time, I just give her bad die. And then my um, character so panics, happens? and then it talks so much faster. <laughs> but nothing, none of my desperation can help me. <laughs> so, it's too late to save It's, it's already been locked in, yeah. Um, so, so there. Uh, the funniest thing is, uh, in Fiasco, if you get a bad die, it's not the end of the world. Um, the more bad die you have, the better off your character can be if you only have bad die. It's when you get a mix, that's an issue. Um, yeah. and so sometimes uh, I'll just make eye contact with Sam and push a bad die, and she just gets so flustered that <laughs> I think I'm improving the scene. It's great. Basically, you want... For your for good things to happen for your character at the end, for the out, final outcome to be good for your character, you want an extreme. You either want a lot of good or a lot of bad. Because even the character, you know, in these kinds of movies where everything goes wrong, the characters that just get completely fucked over the whole time, like they're the ones that come out in the end, you know? The guys that are, you know, they succeed a little bit and they're trying to achieve their dreams, then everything goes to shit and they're the ones that lose. So, like, if you get a mix of some good and some bad, then you're fucked. Your character is fucked. But um, if you get, like, all good, then, you know, your character is assertive and they are good at getting what they want. And if your character is all bad, then they're just a lucky, you know, eccentric. Lucky bastard. Yeah. Sometimes you get in the middle and that's okay. It could still yeah, be interesting. Totally okay. It could be just like, <laughs> your whole town burned down. <laughs> Everyone you know is dead. Yeah. Oops. And nobody remembers yeah, it's fine. you. Yeah. Yeah. My last character got trapped in an alternate timeline forever. You know. So. Like Squidward in that one episode. It was, the, canti- the, it was the Cantina song for for days. Yeah, yeah. It was the Cantina song for all eternity. It was the Hell Dimension. That's what it was. From from Star Wars, the Cantina song, because Eric hates it. Yeah, it's actually the worst shit ever. <laughs> Fiasco Fridays is an RPG podcast hosted by Kelly Sophian and myself, Sam Conklin. This month's special guest is Eric Robertson. Fiasco is a tabletop RPG written by Jason Morningstar, and you can find out more about the game by going to bullypulpitgames.com slash games slash fiasco. That's one playset down and only hundreds more to go. You can help us find our next playset by checking out fiascoplaysets.com. If you find a playset you'd like us to play, shoot us an email at fiascofridays at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter as at Fiasco Fridays and on Facebook as at Fiasco Fridays Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We had a lot of fun playing this game. And we had a lot of fun playing the second one, too. That's right. Next month's game is already recorded and in the works. We have a brand new special guest, a new playset, and a new set of things that can go terribly, terribly wrong. Join us next time as we embark on a completely new story, this time in a setting that is more relatable than the jungle. Until, of course, things become a fiasco.